<clears throat> I feel weird. Everybody does. Welcome to the podcast where old friends get together to bear their souls. Laugh so hard they almost pee themselves. And talk about all the stuff that makes life worth living. And some things that don't. It's, it's let's, let's get, get a, a drink, drink sometime. sometime. Alrighty. Alrighty. Yay. Another... We're good spellers. We're really good spellers. Yeah. Yeah. You can't, I can't spell anniversary and you can't spell. December. I was December. born in the, I was born in the month of December. Let's just. <laughs> good. <laughs> so welcome to the show. My name is Sam. I'm Angela. And today we are talking about COVID. And the anniversary. The anniversary. Today is the one year anniversary that the World Health Organization changed COVID. It's classification from a global health emergency to a pandemic. Otherwise known as when the world stopped. Yeah. But the virus did not. <laughs> it kept going. Mm-hmm. Like an Energizer bunny. Yeah. Um, although I think it's interesting. I, I, I don't know if it's interesting. Well, it's interesting. Uh, today is also the day that President Biden signed into law his coronavirus relief package. It's kind of timely. Isn't it really? I mean, you know me. I'm as, like, democratic as it comes. But isn't it just so timely? Isn't that brilliant marketing? I hope marketing. that we all see these things. <laughs> it is not coincidental. You cannot tell me that. You cannot tell me that. You are. We are smart people. We are smart people. Uh, I mean, the Senate passed it a couple days ago. It had to go back to the House, and then the House passed it, and then the next day he signed it into law. Why didn't it happen in February? Why didn't it happen, like, why why now? Why this week? Because everyone loves a good story. Yeah. Yes! That makes me... That, that... I, don't get me wrong, I'm truly inspired by it, because I'm yeah. a sucker. But I'm just saying, we all need to understand, like, what marketing is at play. But I'm a marketer, so. <laughs> right. Oh, well. Oh, at least okay, there's a president now that actually cares and wants to do something. Oh, 100%. 100%. Because don't, don't, don't forget. Doggy. So Easter is also in three weeks. Mm-hmm. So uh, Easter in three weeks will be the one-year anniversary I guess right around now is actually when Trump was like, oh, it'll be gone by Easter. (laughs) We had that, like, bullshit two weeks. Who the fuck ever thought, who the entire fuck ever thought, oh, yeah, we can beat a pandemic in two weeks. Sure. Yeah. Sure. It's just going to be two weeks. You know, the interesting thing is, is that, you know, not to get into, like, economies and, and all the political bullshit, but literally if we would have shut down the country for about five weeks... When we when it all first started, we probably would be all right by now. It oh, hundred percent. You know? If we had started this in January of last year, yeah, and we shut borders, yeah. and and we we did some sort of regionalizing at the very least, like to have some right. consistent planning. And I'm saying regionalizing because I can lower my standards. We could have had this thing licked. We could have had it yeah. licked. It's not that hard. You stay still. You burn it out. Yeah. We couldn't do it. We couldn't I, do it. I, 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 th- I don't know if I mentioned this on the show before. It might have been the last COVID episode. Um, but yeah, if he, if that's the most interesting thing is, I, I think it's Republicans 
um, they generally don't accept science. And if if he would have if he would have seen this, he, he could have easily won re-election if he took this thing seriously. It, he would he would it, yeah it, like yeah. it was it was the perfect time because his presidency was a dumpster fire. Um, but it was this pandemic came essentially on an election year, and if he and if he handled it properly, easy mm-hmm. re-election. They always say, because my undergrad is in um, poli-sci, and they, the going saying among like presidents was, I wish there was a crisis during my election year, or just before. Because right. you have a situation where you can hero it. Yeah. But that didn't happen. Well, no, because, anyway. <laughs> That's not the point of this And now we podcast. have, how many people have died? I think you know. I mean. Yeah, I got like, stats. Just in the U.S., we we are we have topped out at 29.3 million cases, and that is that results in 530,000 deaths. So unbelievable! One year. Interesting. So I I I still have friends, and I've unfollowed them on Facebook for the most part. Hundred percent. Um. I still remember, like, oh, it's... I don't miss those people. I don't miss you. Yeah, and I I still remember them saying, oh, it's just the flu. And I I even worked with a guy. It was a day. We were working with another construction crew, and this guy was just talking about how it's a... It's just the flu, man. This was very early on. It's just the flu and blah, blah. and, And so I'm looking, you know, I think the 2000... 18 2019 flu season was actually pretty bad and only only um 30,000 people died Mm -hmm. during that flu season Mm -hmm. so if this is just the flu which it's not i'm not saying it is but you know if you want to if the for the people who are saying that it is literally almost 18 times deadlier than that flu season mm-hmm. and it's just like just stop you know i still hear of course i'm in georgia a huge republican huge science denying place but i still have people who say stuff like that i'm just like how blind are you you know we've talked about this a little bit and um uh president barack obama talks about this on no yes uh, no applause needed no with David Letterman, um, but he talks about how divisive algorithms make you because you algorithms. You think, yeah, well, you only see what you are in support of because it's oh, smart, yeah. and so you know you you have your side, and then when someone creeps in, you know because you're yeah. friends with them, they're not your stereotypical friend. Then you're like, what? What do you mean? And you know, there's a very clear divide. Like, I don't. My Facebook knows me so well that, like, I don't. Like, there was never any Trump stuff on my thing. I had to go looking for it because I was like, there are people that believe in this shit. Like, right. I had to go seek it out, and I had to look really hard to do it. Um, and because I just wanted to see like what the other side of it looks like. Let me tell you, that was a frightening day. That was a very frightening day. Real quick question, because I'm curious, because sure. that just for. I, I I just okay the the but have the, I done the unfriending hundred percent? No I no, no 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 the 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 political makeup of your friends and family. Sure. 
What percentage is Republican? What percentage is Democrat? Because I mean, uh, now it's a hundred percent Democratic. Because no, no, I mean, like, not just on Facebook. I mean, on your 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 friends and family as a whole. A hundred percent Democratic. Really? <laughs> well, because there was maybe a very small percentage that were other, uh-huh. and um. So so maybe, I don't know, probably like 5%, no more than 10. This is guessing, you know, who knows. Yeah. But, like, as this started to trip me up and, you know, I became more passionate about, trust me, I was passionate about, <laughs> like, how shitty the, administ- the Trump administration was before this started. But then, you know, I got, I got caught up and it got fired up. And I, I was far less ranty than I've ever been in my life because I was, like, defeated. Um, but I, you know, like to watch those people go on their soapbox and I'm like, you're a psycho person. You're a racist. <laughs> you like people to be ill. You want them to die. And I just was going around and around. And I was like, unclick, unfriend, unfollow. So, so like, like looking back at, you, I'm, and it's horrible because I'm contributing to the problem now because I don't even know what the other side has to right. say. Like, I don't see anything about Fox news, but the, I'm sure my friend Angie, she, her, her fucking Facebook must be Fox News Central because so, of the algorithm. Yeah, but I'll say so. Before all this, like mm. five years ago, six years ago, so I see. So I mean, I, I think our listeners know that you're you're originally from Virginia. Yeah. Um, I'm in Georgia, which is you know the deep south, like the, the belt buckle of the Bible Belt. The deep south. Um. So like. No, just not even with COVID related. You're telling me you're you're like your friends and family are hundred percent Democrat. No, okay. So before that, like way back. Yeah. Um, just in general. Look, like, easily easily ten percent. Um, we're what? We're Republican, red. Okay. Conservative. Because I mean, my stats are 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 the opposite. You also got to remember that I, I, you know, like Virginia is a big state. So like I live very close to DC. Yeah. So like, you know, I, there's a lot of red in Virginia and a lot sure. of Confederacy in Virginia, but I live on the North end. So it's a little different. And also I went I to school in I London. I should have said that. Yeah. I'm, I'm th- you know, when I think of, of you in Virginia, I think of you in like, I'm in the, I'm like a stone store from the city. Yeah, yeah. 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 I'm not talking about Hatfield and McCoy's. Over there. <laughs> yeah, no, we have to drive to see trees, okay? And yeah. normally that's connected to some sort of winery trip, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, okay, that makes sense then. Because yeah. the political, like, I am, I, I have to really watch my P's and Q's. Uh, like, family, friends, uh, I mean, I'm like, I'm like maybe... Five percent Democrat, ninety-five percent Republicans. Wow. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So it's like. See, that so would be I, really hard to live in that because I know who who you are and what you represent, and that is adverse. That'd be really yeah. tough. Yeah. That's like a. I don't do well in those situations, to be honest. I've I've. That's, it's been my whole life. So. That's. <laughs> I know. It's fun. Like I think about it sometimes. If I were to move to New York or California or, or somewhere. You know that is extremely uh, blue. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, wait, I, I I wouldn't know how to act. Well, when those first of all, you'd be like, up. everyone's just fucking like me. All right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but all right. So um, this is the anniversary edition of COVID. 
-hmm. we have this we have angela came up with this wonderful little um actually i didn't my brian did he oh gosh he did that joker that joker I don't nope. know. I don't even, I don't ah, even know. Ah, <laughs> what, what are you doing? I thought it was a good idea. So <laughs> this is the way to do this. We're going to go month by month, bro. Were you doing, were you going to add to avoid what, to hear what I said? Like what you do with your kids? <laughs> Am I your third child? <laughs> I'm just, I just don't know what's about to come out of your mouth, so I'm just leaving it. I'm leaving it, I'm leaving it, I'm leaving it. Oh, gosh. No, what I was saying, and don't, ah, me again. (laughs) Sorry. I'm I'm not trying to be rude, I'm trying to be diplomatic. I'm, I'm, uh, I don't even know this guy, I'm just like. Guess what? I just got it like, this is a way recall for, for all of our nine now listeners. If you went back to the episode where I was talking about Brian and we were talking about, oh, did we, t- oh, maybe that, did that, po- did that episode ever get posted where we we're talking about gigging or going to a gig? I don't know. I don't know either. <laughs> anyway, I've heard people, specifically very special people in my life use the word gigging recently and I'm like, all right, uh-huh. all right. Sweet. Come see, come saw. Either way. Who's gigging in your life right now? Uh, my boyfriend. He's what is it? He gigs out. He's gigging right now. Oh, sweet. Yeah, like at this minute. Yeah, yeah. He gigs. Oh, I miss gigging. He, I know. So <laughs> this is totally off topic. We're waffling, <laughs> but um, sorry guys, we're totally gonna talk about COVID. Um, waffling part twenty-eight. Well, here we go. Um, he. I had to also hire a couple other people for this gig and it's over the next three days and mm. he um he just loves the energy in the room with the other um the other instrumentalists the other musicians uh. because um they're like i just want to play anything you know like there's just oh, nice. so much camaraderie around just getting back together and getting back at it yeah. um so this does relate to COVID. I'm going to circle back to this. Okay. Yeah, it does. Yeah. You know? Um, you know? All right. So January 2020. No, wait, wait, we didn't even do the what are we drinking? Oh, we didn't, did we? No, I don't think we did. Oh, we don't have guests tonight, so we don't have anyone to tell us what to do. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we did just fine. Although... Although I do like a guest, but we've yeah. done this before. We're professionals. It's fine. Yeah, somewhat. Somewhat. Semi-professionals. So we're every day we're getting better, you know. Yeah. No. So what are, what are you what are you drinking? About um you know I'm not I'm not on my red blend. No. Um, no. So wait, cider. I am. I am. I want okay. Stowe, and this one's the high and dry. The other one was the semi, I think. But like when you drink this. I, my eyes sort of well up in tears a little bit because it's just so dry. <laughs> huh. But but it's awesome because I know that it's gonna be fine when I put it into my um fit my fitness pal app. It's gonna be okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm literally I need to I need to make a note and I'm gonna go to my local um we call it we call it the beer store. The beer store. It, it's funny how how things as an adult. You ch- like you would say liquor store or package store, 
mm-hmm. or something like that. Mm-hmm. But when you have kids, things, it's like, if I said liquor store, they'd be like, what's that? If yeah. I said package store, they'd be like, what's that? So we've called it the beer store for like the past eight years. Nice. And, and you know, so I say beer store and people look at me like I'm insane. And then I go, I, I have a nine-year-old. And I go, oh, okay. Um, yeah, but it's like even if he was 12, now it's just sort of like yeah, in the routine. Yeah. Like we <laughs> do pork chicken, 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 um, beef chicken, like because everything is a chicken. It's just a, you know. Oh, gotcha. You know, you come up with these words, right? We're yeah. waffling. So anyway, <laughs> stop so it. So I'm I'm gonna make a I'm gonna make a note, and the next time I go to my local beer store, I'm gonna try and find this stow. Get the high and dry. High and dry. Zero sugar. Look, it's gonna be fine. I'm still on track with my my fitness pal. I'm trying to lose <laughs> five pounds. So. I'm I'm okay. trying to lose. Let's see. We let's lose weight together. We'll make okay. a pact, a okay. waffling pact. Okay. But I'm, I'm I'm trying to lose a lot more weight than you are. Well, what happened is is that I was five pounds lighter, and then I got fat and happy and got all lovey-dovey with this man, and now yeah. I'm fat. So I need to lose those five pounds. Let's see. I want to lose 60 pounds. <laughs> you do I don't... Whatever. You don't have 60 pounds to lose, dude. I, like, I don't know what to tell you. I do, I, actually, but I'm... I'm I'm very tall and I hide a lot of weight. <laughs> I'm very so. short and I don't. <laughs> <laughs> so five pounds is a game changer. We're we're gonna yeah five pounds on me like that's that's nothing. That's in a day's work for you, bud. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, seriously, I will I will go to sleep and wake up and be five pounds lighter. Yep. Yep. So. Um, so yeah, we're gonna circle back on the next episode. Okay, so, so you're we'll do lose, like you're a. Gonna lose, you're gonna lose five pounds by I'm next losing. week. I'm gonna lose sixty by next week. I <laughs> no. First of all, first of all, every woman is rolling your eyes, rolling their eyes at you because women don't lose weight very quickly. It is slow and steady wins the race. I mean, I hope they're I hope they're laughing because I just I just told myself I'm gonna lose sixty so, pounds in a okay. week. That's true. I totally ignored that because I yeah. just got like I got all like. Yeah bitchy but i'm just saying <laughs> no i know i know i know it's i know i'm not gonna lose six and um, yeah i know you're not gonna and i'm gonna going tell you what but honestly i think that you could lose 60 pounds in the same time frame that i could lose five because it's gonna take some time it really it yeah. takes time well let's okay let's okay today is um this source march so 11th yeah and I want to lose 60 pounds at the moment. You want to lose five pounds at the moment. We'll circle back next week. And hopefully you want to lose four. And I want to lose uh, 55 or something. Okay. So anyway, okay. I'll be two. You'll be 12. But that's fine. It's all good. <laughs> it's all good. We are uh, currently 19 minutes into this episode. <laughs> barely touched COVID. Okay. All right. So. Uh, January 2020. But again, we can totally relate this back to COVID because this is a COVID-wide problem. Everyone is fat. There, you know, like yeah. we have. I loved Orange Theory. This time last year, I was fit. I was fit. And now I am soft. <laughs> I haven't been fit since I was like seven. I was in the best. Well, I was on the divorce diet, so I was on the best shape of my life this time last year. Oh, you were trying to get a new man and stuff. 
No, it was like you got to run okay. out the anger. You got to get through the angst. Oh, uh, yeah. You know? I drink my anger away. That's my problem. That's why I'm 60 pounds overweight. <laughs> I run my anger out. I walk it out. I need to do that, yeah. I mean, it's only a habit. You just got to change it. Easy, yeah. easy. I'm working on it. Mm-hmm. All right. All right, so I'll start. So last yeah. year, I got back in January. Yeah, I got back in January from Australia. I was mm-hmm. sort of fleeing um, forest fires at that point right there. But while I was in oh, Australia, nice. I did hear, I mean, horrible forest fires. It, they, like, it was, they were saying that one day out in that air quality was like smoking 39 cigarettes a day. Holy crap. Yeah, it was horrible. Like we were walking through fog and ash constantly. And I mean, I, I'm from Virginia, so I'd never had real experience with forest fires. And so it was all new yeah. to me, but you know, I have an asthmatic daughter and there was a lot of concern around that. So, but I mean, honestly through all of that, and that was intense in Australia, there was this sort of looming, um, you know, talk about this virus. And I right. didn't even hear the name of it at the time. But it was like, you know, wiping people out. And I was like, oh, okay. Um, So this was back when it was really... I know Italy got hit hit hard pretty early. Yeah, but that was... That's like March, April. Yeah, this is like November, December, January. Like, this is... It's still in China at that point in time. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I I remember hearing it. And I remember seeing, like, memes from friends on Facebook where you would see, like, these videos. I don't even know if they're real, of the Chinese government, like, going into people's houses and ripping them out of their beds and stuff and, and quarantining them or something like that. Right. But it, it was it was very much on the surface. It, um, this was before the first U.S. cases. Yeah, it was just, it was kind of, it, it was, <clears throat> I'm a big NPR listener. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I usually have a 20-minute um, 20 to 30 minute drive into work and it's always during uh, morning edition and so like I remember driving to work and hearing about coronavirus in China and the surrounding countries and and just like what it was doing so it was definitely on the forefront but it hadn't really you know it wasn't until March which we were not at yet that things were like oh shit okay you know We'll get there. So, yeah. First case in January, U.S. case. Mm-hmm. Um, don't know where it is, but, you know, when you, when, you, when you follow these sorts of things, you see China, and, you, you know, it, like, it's going to, the, the way we move as a society globally, like, it was going to go everywhere. It even went places you didn't even think it was going to go. Like, the Congo. Mm-hmm. Like, who go? you know, it's, like, weird. It's, it's, it's everywhere. Right. So, February 2020? February, um, whoa, my show notes just went crazy. Uh, February, um. We need, like, we need, we need a show notes little jingle whenever we say, because I feel like it's, like, breaking the fourth wall. Like, you're not really supposed to say you have show notes, so when we do, we need to have, like, a doodaloo show notes. Something like that, you know? Okay. Anyway, that was a little um, behind-the-scenes action going on. Yep, yep. So February, um, I am I'm I'm making fun of people. 
Um, <laughs> Why? Because I'm being an asshole. Like, I don't understand the legitimacy of people are starting to wear masks around and they're starting to uh, touch touchy people. And, right. um, like, I can't hug friends anymore. And um, it, it's starting to get, like, you know, there, it's sort of like there's this, even among, like, it's not a republic. It's not politicized yet, right? It's just yeah. it's just about fear and risk. Yeah. So people are wearing gloves and people are wearing masks, and I'm like, who the fuck are these people? Like, I'm just going to the grocery store. Um, I felt like I I mean I was I was so wrong. I was so so wrong. Um, That's really interesting. I would I wouldn't expect that from you. I didn't understand. I, I didn't understand. I was like, well, if you have an immunity system, like, yeah, I didn't, but also I didn't understand truly. And I'm certainly not justifying it, but like, I didn't, I mean, I knew what a pandemic was by definition. Right. I didn't know what it was by like a, like a reality. Right. A practical everyday. Yeah. Sort of, yeah. Yeah. Like I was on the phone with my friend and, you know, um, he was like picking things up at the grocery store and he was like, there are people in masks next to me. And I was like, I was like, what are you going to say to them? You know, like I was just being stupid. So, so stupid. Hmm. And then March comes and, you know, within a two week span, I'm like washing gloves. <laughs> I'm wearing an right. N95. I totally switch my tune. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm not trying to like sound superior or anything but no no the the moment i i saw people um kind of wearing masks and stuff i immediately am like oh shit it's getting serious like do i need a mask like i i i start feeling stupid for not having a mask right um and again living in georgia i I do i do live near athens georgia which is a very blue Part of there's literally two blue parts of the state traditionally and it's Atlanta and Athens <clears throat> and uh, I, I live close enough to Athens that we do all of our shopping there so you know very early on you see people with gloves on and masks on and and you know I'm very like-minded with all these people and so I'm like oh oh crap do I need to get a mask do I need to start wearing you know you know mm-hmm. so yeah it, it it became very weird, and then and there's even again because I live in Georgia. So when I do start wearing a mask, which was probably probably March or April of last year, like we we all bought mat bought masks. Amy made some, um, and I'm start you know back then when you go to the grocery store, you're like. You know, one out of every ten people are wearing a mask, mm-hmm. and you just—it's it, it, like, okay, I know I'm doing the right thing, um, but no one else is doing it. Like that's the feeling, and you're just <laughs> like, okay, do I, am I just dumb? Well, even in March, like when I did make that, there's really bad feedback. Um, when I did make that, um, transition, you know, that mental transition, I was literally taking gloves like surgical gloves and an n95 because that's what my friend had there was a shortage of hand sanitizer suddenly you know i was sort of on the same timeline as everyone else where 
you know, suddenly we're like, oh, this is a real thing, and this is going to kill us, and we don't even know what's happening here. Right. And yep. we need these things to try. And I just remember walking through CVS saying to the kids, um, don't touch anything. Yep. Um, I, I, we need to see if we can get you anything at all. Um, you know, and like, I couldn't even find alcohol. I couldn't find anything. We just got back in the car and I was like, yep, I guess this is what this looks like. Mm. You know, like you would never think in the U S that you would have resource shortages because that doesn't happen to us. And we don't realize our privilege. And in that moment I was like, holy shit, this is what this looks like. And this is what this feels like. And you just need to go home because you're lucky to have a home. (laughs) Just go home, eat the rice, eat the pasta, you know, like this is it. Yeah. And, you know, you, you it's so funny how quickly you can dial back, you know, you have your overscheduled life, you have your um, ideas around what is your comfort and what is your happiness, and you realize very quickly that that's going to have to change. Right. Um, yeah. And so that was, yeah, that was March to me. I, I had a friend come and visit. When I say friend, it was someone that I was dating. I referred to him earlier on, early on in the, the podcast a, a fair amount. Um, you know, we had tried this thing long distance and um you know he came to visit and it was a great week but yeah it all it all went to shit after that yeah my my so so when we're in march now i'm pretty sure this was march it might technically have been april i'm not quite sure but <clears throat> early on in the whole pandemic stuff so my boss he he has a friend who lives uh, in Germany, he's an American who lives in Germany. He works for, he's like, he's not an ambassador, but it, it's something in regards to that. Mm-hmm. And um, they're old friends. They used to go hiking, like they would do like two week hikes together in Morocco and, you know, shit like that. And he's like, yeah, you know, I, I, got, I got this place and, and you know, if you want to come out, cool. And so my boss planned this whole trip to Germany and the whole like two weeks leading up to it, you know, my boss is awesome. I really, I really like my boss and I don't want anything bad to happen to him. Not just because he signs my paychecks, but because he's a good dude. And, um, I'm saying all this, he doesn't listen to the podcast. I'm not trying to like kiss up, (laughs) (laughs) um, but I'm like, I'm like JP, things are really bad in Germany right now. Like that was at a point to where it's funny. Like when you, when you, when I remember the numbers from a year ago from to today, it's insane. Like I, I told him not to go on a trip to Germany with, with numbers that were astronomically lower than they are now. Yeah. You know, but at the time, you're like, oh, like oh, 200, was... 200 people have died. 100%. Yep. You mm-hmm. know, it's like they died because of this thing that we have no, and it's, and what, what was interesting is, so he decided to cancel his trip and literally like, so he called his friend and he's like, hey, you know, I, I don't think it's a good time. And his friend was like, yeah, no, I, you know, I don't think so either. And, um. And he canceled his plane ticket and all that. Mm-hmm. The next, like literally in like eight hours is when Germany was like, 
we're not allowing anybody to leave the country. So yep. he almost went to Germany and would have like stayed there for four months or some shit. <laughs> it would have been a long time. Yeah, it would have been, yeah. you know. Australia's like that. New Zealand's like that. Like there's, you know, people are caught up in the mix to this day. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Oh, gosh. And that's yep. the thing, like just generally speaking, just the unknown of this. You don't know how seriously to take it until you have that right. validation that you needed to kick over. And, yeah. it, you know, like, and then I don't know how you experienced this, but like March was kid questions. It was like, well, what is this? And, you know, like, what's it going to be like? And when will we see this? And will we ever do this again? And I'm like, I don't know. March, I think I March, March for the whole world was a turning point. Mm-hmm. Not, I, 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 I take that back. Not for the whole world because March, what Italy was already in lockdown. There was, there's so many other countries um, I say the whole world, and that was very ignorant of me. It's, uh, for America, it was mm-hmm. a turning point. Yeah. Um, because we saw all these other countries, I mean, going on lockdown, and we were like, what is – this is stupid. I'm not – not me. I'm just saying as America as a whole. Um, but March was the turning point. Very, yeah. very shortly after, our schools closed. Our kids had to – um, do virtual learning at home. Um, yeah. So so many stuff was canceled. So many businesses closed. It was just you know. I, I remember in March or April, we were working. I'm I'm in construction. I think everyone knows that. And we were working at these. I mean, very old people's house. We were working. We were in closing a porch. And. I'm thinking, I don't even want to be here. Yeah. You know, like, I, I don't know if they have anything. I don't, and it, honestly, it wasn't even for me because the data that we had at the time, you know, I'm, I, I'm 37, 38. I don't know how old I am. I'm 36, 37, 38. They were like literally, I mean, probably 80. And, and I'm thinking they're in the, the 20%, um, uh, percentile, mm-hmm. you know, if, if they catch this, they they don't have a really good chance of, of surviving. Right. I'm still I'm still young enough to where it's like okay, you know, I'll be all right. Um, and I'm just like, should I even be here? Yep. You know, that was the first time where it started to get serious. Where it's like, okay, I don't want to be around these people. I don't want to be. I don't. I don't want to be the cause of someone's death. Yep. No, I know. I mean, that's the thing. We've talked about it before. It's like there's like this push, you know, I mean, but from March until now, you know, we still say it. Um, it's not about you wearing the mask, right? It's about, right. you know, it's not just for you. It's just as much for everyone else. Like if you become responsible for someone's death or even someone's sickness, I mean, how could you live with yourself? Um, and, you know, that's still not changed to this day. And the people that I know and that I associate with and hopefully the people that, like, are attracted to listening to us <laughs> should have an alignment there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. definitely. Yeah. Okay, so uh, um, so April. April. Um, April. So, like, you know, it was meant to be two weeks. And then, um, and then two weeks comes and goes so that's about <laughs> the beginning of, of april 
and you come to this conclusion that like we don't know how to teach we don't know what to do and so there's this influx of like teaching resources right. how to you know operate a day-to-day with your kids schedules routines subjects and i'm in all these groups and i'm collecting all this data and websites and i'm trying my hardest to figure out how to you know give these kids a good life and i i walk out of like basically a week's worth of research with like a routine on the wall because I'm a big list list maker. So I have like the Mira list and the Easton list and you know what we're meant to be doing each day and I rigorously follow it for a week. And <laughs> then at night I'm exhausted. Like yeah. I'm not going to make it. I am crumbling. <laughs> and I just say to myself, I don't know if I'm going to make it. And then at that same time I start to look online and every other mother and principals are writing, you know, these beautiful poignant letters about they can learn through you and they can learn in a different way and they don't even have to learn anything right now that this will all pass and this is not going to impact them long term and I just give up I give up because the school wasn't ready to provide any kind of curriculum anyway and um we start to like hang out and go for walks yeah we throw a ball outside a lot um we go bike riding um it was great it was great that was it like for that month after that point of acceptance i i had a really good like time where i was wholly present for my kids and right it was kind of like the way it should be you know which was hard a hard realization but a great realization um i'm glad i got i'm i'm Not that I would wish, you know, sickness on anyone, but I'm glad I got to feel time as it should be with my kids. That's nice. Yeah. Yeah, there was a, um, there was a Zoom meeting with the school. Mm -hmm. Oh, and, um, I think that was my first ever, like, super live yawn. Um, anyway, no more waffling. Um. I'm trying not to yawn now because they're contagious. (laughs) Go ahead. (laughs) Um, yeah, there was a zoo meeting and, you know, Anna, Anna has always been a great student. Mm-hmm. Um, Declan has always been like, we had issues with Declan and he's super smart, like legit. We, we took him to a psychologist and his nonverbal IQ is 145. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what that means, I don't think you're supposed to say things like that, actually. <laughs> oh, well, <laughs> Um, for psychiatric evaluations, like he's super smart, mm-hmm. um, but he's not a good student. And so I'm like, crap, like, okay, we're going to, he's going to be learning from home and what, like, is he going to fail this year? Cause you mm-hmm. know, he wants to play Fortnite all day. Which our is, kids did. Yeah. For um, months, for like yeah. six months. Do they not play anymore? I don't think they play anymore. What? Well, my son actually said to Easton, said, you know, I don't see Declan anymore. Can you ask his dad to ask Declan if he'd like to start playing again? And I said, I would ask. What? But do you okay. remember when they used to play all the time and we'd put all these, like, text messages together? Like, yeah. we got to get them together. They're, he's asking for him. And you'd say, oh, Declan's asking for him. Like, that was the start of that. Yeah. Yeah. Holy, well, so, waffling. So, um... So, yeah, so they had this big Zoom meeting, and someone asked, like, okay, how, how does 
how does uh, um, what's the word going to the next school level promotion? How does promotion work? And what would the, there was a, a teacher or maybe it was a principal. They said if your kid was having a, an issue with getting promoted to the next grade, you would have already known by now. Mm-hmm. And then that when it clicked, I was like, okay. And that, I mean, we can, we can, I could do a whole episode on the educational system of America mm-hmm. or the United States and, um, and how crap it is. Um, but once I heard that, I was like, okay, he did, he didn't need to do any work at all. And yeah. he would have, he would have passed. Right. Well, he's right. So. Anyway, yeah, it was like, okay, that just made me feel a whole lot better. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I do remember it was like, everyone will pass, we're going to figure it out. Um, um, by by May, um, I was sort of getting to the point with the school system, which they barely ever did get it together, um, you know, I think we ended up getting five weeks in. Um, somewhere in May to the beginning of June, we ended up getting four or five weeks. Um, Wait, virtual or or in person? Virtual, virtual. Okay, yeah, we yeah. went, we went, the kids went virtual. Pretty, it, we we live in a county that is actually really cool. Um, it's it's really odd because I never thought Barrow County, Georgia, would do anything progressive at all. Um, but a lot of their COVID measures have been really on point and uh they they went virtual pretty quickly and they finished out the year that way yeah i mean it took us six weeks to get a virtual pattern um that and like we kept starting and stopping because some things weren't working and so they would just stop it all but which sort of didn't make sense to me at the time i was like get it together Because I was like, we have teachers that are ready to teach. Like, they want to do it, and they're available. But if it didn't work for the whole system, then they would just abandon it. Um, And I was literally watching, like, teachers cry. And I felt so bad for these teachers, these beautiful souls. Um, You know, the system just couldn't get it together. And, and, um, you know, that's when I started. It was weird. If I looked too at it too, too holistically, I'd, like take these walks out in the morning in my apartment complex that I was in at that time. And I would, (laughs) I would like stand in the stairwell where the kids couldn't see me and just bawl my eyes out. And, you know, that would be if I looked at like the education system, if I looked at like the country and like what we were headed towards and, you know, it was just messy. And then if I, um, if I could just look at my day to day, like just do it slowly I, you know, like in close up, I was okay, but it it really, I really needed to give myself like a pep talk to do that. Hmm. Yeah, we had a, we had a bunch of good teachers and they were awesome. And some of them moved away. I don't know why. Um, but it was, it's so interesting to look back and kind of at, at the scariness of everything, you know, so, you know, we're in May, right? We're mm-hmm. almost to June. Yep. 
So there's enough cases to go around where people are starting to wear masks. People are starting to die from this stuff. Mm -hmm. And you still have kids in school and you still have, you know, everyone's, we don't know a whole lot about the virus anyway, because it's so new and everyone's just trying to do their best. And I don't know, thinking back and looking back on it, it was just, it was really, it was just nice. Yeah. Everyone, everyone. Everyone was starting to come together. Most everyone was starting to come together. And we were just trying to figure it out together. Yeah. We were doing our best. We were, we were, every, we all needed groceries. We all needed toilet paper. We all needed to educate our kids. We all, you know, everyone was in the same boat. It, 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 whether you're rich or poor or white or black or whatever, we were all in the same boat for once. Mm hmm. And it was just kind of nice. It did. I was saying this to someone the other day. Wasn't it nice to feel normal? Like to establish a common normalcy right. was a really cool experience. Because I was like, you know, I was newly divorced or like working on a divorce, newly single mom, like kind of doing it on my own. But like what I was experiencing, like joblessness and like right. how we're going to, was just the same thing that the next person was feeling. And yeah. I thought at least we're together. It's going to be okay. Yeah. 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 Such a, it's such a great, as, as horrible. I mean, you never want like war or famine or disease. Never. To kind of no. show you what humanity is good at. <laughs> right. It but, will humble you. Yeah. It was, it was, it was definitely, it was nice. It was nice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, I think, like, June was coming, and I think we're going to start probably, like, cut it off here and do sort of a two-part episode. But um, mm-hmm. uh, June was, like, what I what I realized in May when I was crying in my stairwell was, because I, I legitimately thought, like, if we had played the game correctly and done what we needed to do, by June it would have been eradicated. And I had yeah. come to this realization in May that we weren't even close. No. And that this <laughs> June date, I think it was like June 5th or whatever, was arbitrary. Yeah. And that there had to be a point of acceptance. And um, so with all my newfound normalcy, you know, I started to hang out in people's front yards. <laughs> yeah. I cried about it. And I started to hang out in front of people's front yards and drink their wine. And it was great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and see, I mentioned this before, I think we hit record, so much of, and I think it's because I live in Georgia, because it's it's definitely more Republican and, and more anti-science, not much of, a, of my life has changed. Yeah. You know, I don't, I, I, I seriously, uh, within the past um, maybe five weeks, Mm-hmm. Started hugging my dad again. Yeah. You know, and I'm a, you know me, I'm a big hugger. I, yeah. I literally, th- th- it was about, it was, it has been a year, but it was probably a good, let's see, not, yeah, nine, ten months. I didn't hug my dad or my mom. Yeah. And that's weird for me. Yeah. That, that is really weird. 
Yeah, my dad's just newly vaccinated. I'm so excited to like give him a big yeah. hug. It was so hard because I was away for five years, and then as of March, we stopped hugging. And I remember he didn't really like, you know, just like me at that point, that like middle point where you're not totally believing in it. He went to the the dealership, and I was like, "Get out of there! You're not allowed in there." <laughs> you're not <laughs> like allowed to do psychopath. anything. He was trying to lean against this pole because he's like older. He's 92. Yeah. And I was like, you're not allowed to lean on that. No, 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 no. <laughs> I got nasty with him. Yeah. Oh, there. Was... Yeah, I wanted to hug him. I miss, you know, I can't wait to hug him. There were several times. I, I, I legit yelled at my mom. Really? Um, because I, I think, so July we sold out. It was, it was, it was May or June. It was around there mm-hmm. where... Um, you know, we, we started like not going out, not, you know, again, we live very close to a blue section of Georgia. So we, you know, we're like-minded to that and everyone else is like-minded to that. And so we're like, we're, we're tailor, we're tailoring our lifestyle to this new sort of quarantine. Yeah. We never quarantine, but more of a quarantine like situation. And I remember talking to my mom and she's like, my mom is, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm 37 something. So my mom is in her sixties and, and, um, she's, she's in the age bracket of, you know, if, if she catches this then she has a, like a 20% chance of dying. And back then she'd be like, Oh yeah, I just went to my favorite restaurant and I did this. And she's talking to me all about the stuff that she's been doing. And I'm like, mother, no. Like, mm-hmm. What is wrong with you? And I, mm-hmm. I mean, it it was like a reversal from my entire teenagehood of just I'm just like sitting here yelling at my mom like I don't want you to die. Right. Just, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, that's the thing. Like June was, you know, the summer, right? Yeah. So you know, we because we all sort of accepted that there's like this arbitrary date. There was yep. sort of like we're all sort of assessing our risk. And, you know, like we're suffering from short termism. It's hard. We're not getting anywhere. We need to be with our people. Um, You know, like we can see the systemic effects of like, you know, mental health suffering and, you know, like we're all going through something. So like I could see like I was a front yard hanger outer. Like that's what I was willing to do. But other people were going going out to eat. You know, and you're right. like, well, what's it going to be? You know, like, I don't know. <laughs> um, it's it's know. interesting because we still we still would have date nights and stuff, but mm-hmm. we would we would only go to places that we, we we kind of knew. We didn't necessarily know, like, there are a couple places we actually know the manager of mm-hmm. um, just from our, our days of soap makers and being sort of in the Athens culture. Mm-hmm. Um, but we'd only go to places that we knew were taking it serious. If that makes sense. Yeah. Like we're not just going to go, you know, walking into a, a McDonald's, no offense to McDonald's. Right. But it's right. like, yeah, I'm not going to McDonald's during a pandemic. Um, but so yeah, we were, we were kind of half and half. Like we, we definitely did. We definitely limited our time with other people we didn't see our friends and family. Um, we still ate out, but we only ate out at, at restaurants that we knew were kind of like-minded. And that, yeah. that's actually that's actually the advantage of social media. Mm-hmm. Um, because you, if you follow certain, like, the 
I'm going to just say it, Pulaski Heights Barbecue in Athens, Georgia is the best barbecue in Athens. Um, it might be the best barbecue ever. Um, if you follow him on Instagram, he's um, he tells you everything. I don't even know if you I don't to this day I don't think you can eat in his store. So like if you if you if the businesses are are small enough to where they're personable mm-hmm. and um you 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 get the impression from their posts like oh they're taking this shit seriously. Mm-hmm. I don't mind eating there. You know. Right. So we still ate out but we only ate out at those places. I didn't. I've only eaten out maybe uh, two or three times this year, but I'm excited. I'm. I keep talking about brunch. I can't wait for brunch. I'm oh, brunch. Brunches are great. You brunches okay? Great. At some point. When I, I come down there. <laughs> I but but what I'm gonna I I'm gonna I want to come visit you. Uh huh. So we need to we need to, we need to plan when we when when our nine fans become maybe like thirteen. Yep. Um, I'm going to come up there, mm-hmm. and we're going to record an episode there. Okay. And then you're going to come down here. Yep. And then we're going to record an episode here. Okay. And then we're going to sell a million t-shirts. That say... With, with waffles on them. With waffles, yep. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that'll be the start of everything for us. That's it. You're right. Um, Boom. Yep. All right, ready? All right. Yep, let's do it. If you like what you hear, please subscribe to the podcast and tell a friend about us. Give us a review on Apple Podcasts and Google Play to let others know what other people are missing out on. Be sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Let's Get a Drink Sometime. Thanks for spending time with us. Come back and check us out again. We'll see you around.